This is episode 8, Q&A Saturday. Today's question comes from John, and it might be something that you're personally dealing with. I know for a fact I've dealt with it. In fact, I'm dealing with it right now. I'm experiencing the results of this question. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Q&A Saturday and we are officially at the end of week two. We have made it to week two and we have been mostly consistent. Some of you know what I'm talking about and I appreciate you guys sticking with me. This is amazing. We are jumping around from country to country, but basically we have been in seven countries around the world already. There's people all over the world listening to this show and I'm getting great reviews already from a bunch of people I don't even know and I'm going to get into that in just a minute. Once upon a time, there was this old man who used to walk the beach every single morning, and he had done so for about the last 20 years. But on this particular morning, there were starfish littering the entire beach. They were everywhere. As far as the eye could see, starfish everywhere. And as he walked down the beach that day, he's looking at these starfish, and then he notices in the distance a young man walking towards him and periodically reaching down and picking up an object and throwing it into the ocean. And as they got closer, the old man said to the young boy, Young man, good morning, what are you doing? The boy looks up at him with a starfish in his hand, throws the starfish into the water and says, The storm came last night and washed up all of these starfish onto the beach and they can't get back into the water by themselves. So I'm throwing them back into the water because as the sun comes up later in the day, all of these starfish are going to die. The older man looks at the younger man and says, But young man, There must be tens of thousands of starfish out here. You're hardly going to make a difference. The boy looks at the older man, kind of confused, bends down, picks up another starfish, and throws it back into the water. And he says, sir, I made a difference to that one. I share that story with you before we get into today's question. Because at the end of this question, I'm going to come back to this story, and I'm going to share with you something that I hope keeps you doing whatever it is that you're doing today. So today's question comes from John. John asks, what are some of the ways that you deal with people in your immediate sphere of influence who aren't as, let's say, success-oriented or as ambitious as you are? As much as I appreciate my friends I have made over the years, I have determined that many of our core values simply don't align anymore. Most simply do not care about self-improvement or entrepreneurship or becoming the best that you can be and actually kind of smirk at the idea or worse, see it as lame or just silly. Perhaps you know the type. They self-righteously think that people who make money or drive nice cars are rich a-holes. They would rather just work a job and fill their free time with entertainment, etc. The thing is, these are people whom I still feel rather close to, but deep down know that they are not where I want to be in life. Heck, I even try to subtly suggest that there's nothing wrong with wanting more and trying to improve yourself, but despite their intelligence, it hardly computes. In theory, I should remain friends with these people whom I've known for so long, 
but I'd be lying if I said I didn't increasingly ask myself why. Anyone else have experience with this? Absolutely, John. This is very common. I have personally experienced this several times, and this is true with anybody that is trying to do anything outside of your circle of influence. As soon as you try to do anything different outside of your circle of influence, you're going to get a little bit of kickback, and there's many reasons for this, and most reasons, quite frankly, aren't always malicious. But it may seem that way to you because you just don't understand and you're, like you said, your values aren't lining up because you are changing. You're becoming a different person and you have to in order to move forward and move on to other things that you want to do. And this is true, ironically enough, when you see, when you come from an environment where nobody else went to college, for instance. And the ironic thing about it is that they want to encourage you to go to college because they know it's the right thing to do because society says that's what we should do. And... As soon as you do, and as soon as you go to college and you actually get your bachelor's degree or you actually get your master's degree, the, even the people that were pushing you to do so are like, oh crap, he did it. And now he's better than me and he's going to move on and, and he's, you know, he thinks, look at him, he's all, thinks he's all smart and he's better than me and all this other kind of stuff. All this kind of stuff starts coming on to them and their limiting beliefs in themselves start being reflected back onto you. And it's a sad thing to see, but it actually happens. I've seen it happen many times. And they don't always mean to cause harm. It just comes off that way. And you have changed. Many people say one of the most ignorant things I hear people say is, well, if I win the lottery, I'm not going to change. I'm going to stay the same person and blah, 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 blah. Well, I got news for you. If you don't change, you're going to be worse off in two to three years than you are today. Just look at the statistics of that. Look at how people, they come into a lot of money and they don't change. They don't become somebody who's more fiscally responsible. You have to become a different person to maintain that level of income, even, even if it all came at one time. So let me make a point here real quick. So this especially happens with people who have a lot of friends who are wage earners and then you decide you want to go on and start a franchise or start your own business or even get into some home-based business or start your own business in another state or, or whatever it is, any kind of entrepreneur endeavor. And you've got people that will tell you, man, that's a great idea. You should go do that. I'll support you. You know, I'll be there for you, all this other kind of stuff. And as soon as you actually do it, they didn't think you were actually going to do it. But as soon as you actually do it, there's crickets. They disappear. This is my personal experience. This is just what I'm telling you that I have personally experienced. And I've experienced it in the last couple weeks. Let me explain to you how. So when I started this podcast, my coach recommended that I put together a launch team. And this is just normal in the industry. And this is the same thing you do when you write a book. You want to have a launch team. And basically what a launch team is, is a group of people who are going to be there once the book launches. Or in this case, in my case... Uh, and eventually I'll have a launch team for my book, but right now we're talking about my podcast. And I had a launch team for the podcast. And what it is, is I had about 40 to 50 people who were going to be on standby as soon as the podcast launched. Then they were going to push it out to all of their social media networks. They were going to go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. And all of them agreed to do this. And so I put them all in a private Facebook group. And I kept them updated. And I shared the information with them. And I shared what we were doing. Everybody was excited. And I even have people that are in my local area who I mentioned to about the podcast months ago when I first started the whole process. And every time they saw me in person, they're like, dude, when's your podcast going to launch? When's your podcast going to launch? Is your podcast out yet? 
and they're like as soon as it launches let me know because I want to get on there and I'm gonna listen to it well <laughs> here's what actually happened my podcast launched two weeks ago and four episodes were launched all at one time some of you may know this because some of you have been listening since day one so I launched four episodes all at one time all last week and I put it out on the Facebook group about two or three people commented on the post in the Facebook group and one person out of all of those 50 some odd people one person shared it on their social network and that's because he was listening to a podcast driving down the road in Germany and had an experience and then he shared that experience and he posted my podcast on his Facebook page and I appreciate that I truly do now I look at who subscribed, rated, and reviewed my podcast in iTunes, and on day two, I had 12 reviews. One four-star review from a guy I had never met. I I don't know where he's at. I don't know who he is, but I do appreciate that. A four-star review. All the rest are five-star reviews from various people. Now, Men of Abundance has been downloaded in at least eight countries at this point. Now, here we are two weeks into the podcast, and I'm looking at my iTunes account, and there are 14 reviews far as I can tell I think all of them are five-star reviews except for one the first one is a four-star review and I've got one name on here that I recognize and I think that person personally as I will as I already did the uh, one guy that shared on Facebook as of today I have a hundred and seventy eight downloads in six or seven different countries around the world which is pretty cool but here's the point that I want to make. I'm not getting my heart broken over it, and I'm not getting all butthurt about it. Because I know better. This is what I did and what I should have done. What I did was I built my launch team from friends and family. So most of my launch team is people I've known from high school and throughout my military career. And about 90% of them are wage earners, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. All I'm saying is is I'm, go- I'm moving into an entrepreneur space again. And I'm doing something that's completely out of the norm, which is podcasting. And many people don't even know what podcasting is. I don't even know if any many of these folks even listened to the podcast or downloaded the podcast at all. But my point in bringing this up is what I should have done is created a launch team from other entrepreneurs. I should have contacted my entrepreneur friends who I have supported in the past and my fellow podcasters and put them in the launch team instead of friends and family. Because while they're there to support me, for one thing, since I'm moving out of the norm and it's something that they're normally not used to, I didn't get the support that I expect. And again, I should have known better. Whereas if I had put other entrepreneurs in there and other podcasters, they know the struggle. They get it and they understand and they would have given me much more support. In fact, some of the reviews that I have received are from other podcasters because I'm a member of a podcasting group on Facebook, a private group, and we share our podcast on there. And I'm sure most of the podcast reviews that I have already on iTunes are many of those fellow podcasters. They are abundant in their thinking and they want to help each other out. They know I will help them out when their podcast launches or they know I already have helped them out and get left them a positive review and some feedback in the Facebook group. So the bottom line is this. Yes, John, that is a very common occurrence. You're going to deal with that. Does that mean that you have to shun those friends or get rid of those friends and family? No, absolutely not. Just understand that they're there for you for a different part of your life and you're there for them as well. When it comes to you moving on into whatever it is that you're moving into, entrepreneurship or going to college or whatever the case may be, just know that you're going to have to change your circle of influence to get to where you want to go. Like you said, Their values don't line up with yours anymore. And it's not because they've changed, it's because you've changed. And you have to change in order to grow. So what I suggest from my personal experience is that 
you get around the five people that are where you want to be. And keep in mind, if you're the smartest man in the group, you're in the wrong group. You always need to have people in your group that are smarter than you that you can learn from and that may change constantly. And I'm telling you now, it will change constantly because you will either catch up to the level that those other folks are at and then you're going to have to find another group of people. John and everybody else, I hope that's been helpful to you. If it has, please share this episode. Share Men of Abundance with everybody that you know because we want to get the word out and we want more men getting this information. Okay, so after saying all of that, I want to go back to the original story that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. And that is about the starfish and the boy making a difference for every one that he threw in out of the tens of thousands that he couldn't possibly get to. You're doing something that is making a difference in somebody else's life. You're doing something that is making a difference possibly in your own life. And that's ultimately what you're wanting to do. Rather, you're simply trying to make a difference in your own life. Or you're being an abundant man and doing what you can to make a difference in somebody else's life. Do not let other people dictate what you can and cannot do. Don't let other people's limiting beliefs and past failures stop you from continuing to do what it is that you want to do. If you're truly passionate about what you're doing, keep doing that and let others' comments fall on deaf ears. Because if you help one person today, you will have made a difference. Now, if you want to get in on this conversation or any of the conversations from any of the other episodes, you can do that by going to Facebook and searching for the Men of Abundance community. I will have that link in the show notes of this show. Go to menofabundance.com forward slash 008 and you will find the show notes. Click on that link or go to Facebook and find the community for Men of Abundance community. In that Facebook group, you will be able to comment on this show and any other show. Let's get the comments started. All right, that's all I have for you today, men of abundance. Go out and live your life of abundance, and don't forget to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.